Welcome to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast, where we are turning your dream of writing a book into your reality. On this show, you'll learn how to write and launch a best-selling book from the most elite professionals and entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Kelfer, three-time best-selling author and founder of Big Idea to Bestseller, and I'm here to reveal the secrets of what it really takes to write an incredible book, to grow your business, become the go-to expert, and to change the world. Now, whether you want more credibility, you want to book more speaking engagements, or you simply want to share a powerful message, this podcast was made for you. Let's go! Let's go. Welcome back to the show. Today, I got a good one. We're going to be diving into 42 content ideas for your book. 42 content ideas. But I want to take you back, okay? Because I remember when I started taking content more seriously, I struggled. I remember trying to come up with what topic to write about, what to post it, how to deliver it. Should I do a reel? Should I do a, a video? Should I do long form, short form? I, I didn't know what to do and it created a ton of stress on me. And then I started thinking, wait a sec. I have a book. I have multiple books. I can use that to create my content. And what I realized after now writing four books is that your book is the fastest vehicle to, to creating content. And we're going to dig into all these different types of content that you can create today and all these different ideas of what to post and when to post and how to post it. But the thing that, that I really focused on for myself was I was using my book to get clients, to get leads, to build awareness and credibility around the topic of the book. And so naturally, the question I started to ask myself is, well, why don't I just repurpose what I already spent tons of time writing the book on and just use that content, which is my best content. Why don't I use that, break it up into smaller, actionable, bite-sized pieces of content and share that with the world. And as soon as I started doing that, not only was my content magically better, <laughs> immediately better, and my time was much better well spent, but what I noticed was that I started to get more book sales. I started to get more people inquiring about the thing that I actually wanted them to inquire about in the first place. And I realized that a book is not even just a book. It is your content engine. And when I look at most entrepreneurs, I see them struggling. I see them struggling with content. I see them spending an hour to create the post that they want to create 45 minutes to design it, 30 minutes to actually post it and create the caption. And so not only when you have a book, can you remove that stress from your week, but you can literally also have a book on top of it. Okay. So now I want you to think about this. Instead of being stressed about what content to post, you're going to have all the content you need and you're going to have a book that you can actually hold in your hands that gives people the insight to what you already know. Are you kidding me? All right. So, so when you write a book, it will double down as your content. Okay. You do the work one time with the book and you will have unlimited content. So let me give you an example here. Okay. I wrote my fourth book in, I did my rough draft in about 17 days. And if you want to hear all about how I wrote my fourth book in 17 days and launched it in 87 days to bestseller status, you can listen to the project bestseller recaps on the show. But for today, what I want to, what I want to harp on here is that in my fourth book, I spent about 52 to 55 minutes a day working on that book. Okay. 52 to 55 minutes a day working on that book. There was no additional time spent on content because it was right there. All I had to do was just pick the pieces that I'd already said and boom, I had content. So I really want you to understand that it, this could be faster. Writing a book and having content could be faster than trying to come up with one-off content pieces here and there. Okay. 
I really want this to sink in because what I'm about to share with you is going to blow your mind. So let's talk about 42 pieces of content, specific content ideas. All right. You could literally use all 42 of them, but here's the kicker. These 42 will lead to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pieces of content. So you'll see what I mean as we go through this episode. Now, before I give you the 42, I need to talk to you about the different content types. All right. Because these are going to be the ways that you can deliver the content, um, leveraging social media and also leveraging your audience's attention. So first is if you are using a platform like Instagram, okay, you can do story posts. This is where you can use the features that Instagram provides for you, such as polls, quizzes, questions, countdown, sliding scale, etc. Okay. Countdown. Okay. Example, right off the bat, I'm just going to give it to you. This is a bonus. In my book, as it was coming out, I did a 14 day countdown. So every day from two weeks out, I had a picture of my book with the countdown. So anytime someone saw that, they would know my book's coming out in 14 days, 13 days, seven days, two days, one more day. So now people in their minds, I was priming them to already get ready to purchase. And that helped with our initial launch. Okay. The next type of thing that you could do are going to be more feed posts related. Uh, if you're using Instagram or if you're on any type of platform, these are carousel graphics. Carousel graphics are really good when you want to swipe through the screen. This is where you're going to have a little bit of content on each page and people are going to swipe. Um, you'll put your top tips. You'll put your big lessons. You'll put small paragraphs broken down into single sentence slides. And it really is great because once people get engaged, they swipe, swipe, swipe. But what's also really cool is if people don't engage on the first slide, well, oftentimes the social media platform will actually show the second slide as well so that you are doubling your opportunities to be seen. The next type of content that you could create is live video. All right, so you can go live on any platform and you can do a short form, which is kind of like one to three minutes in my mind, or you can do it a little bit longer, four to 12 minutes. Now, if you're using YouTube, you can make videos at whatever length that you want. Um, I'm not a YouTube expert by any means, but what we're trying to do in, in my business right now is figure out how long should our videos be? What are we getting the best results on? But when you're using social media, you could do more of a shorter version where you're kind of just articulating on one key point, one to three minutes. And then you could do a longer one, four to 12, or even, you know, realistically up to 20 minutes or so where you're really kind of teaching something and letting people know. There's different ways that you can do that. Uh, but that's not what this video is about. This video is about showing you the different content types and then telling you 42 different ways that you can talk about your book while you're happening. Or once you have your book, how do you actually promote it? The other type of thing that you could do is reels or TikTok or YouTube short. These are going to be education, story-based series, trending sounds, etc. I'm a big fan of story-based and education when it comes to, to reels and TikToks. I want people to know I mean business. I want people to know a little bit about me. I want them to know that I can tell a story and I want them to know what I can do for them and how I can help them. So that when someone comes to my page, they will just start binge watching all these videos. And we hear that time and time again, because they're learning as they're watching and being entertained. The other way that you could do this is static images. And then the final way is you could have a static image, but you could have long form copy or captions. All right. Personally, for me, I'm not a huge long caption type of guy at this moment in my social media strategy. I'd rather let the content speak for itself and then just put a shorter caption that just drives home a call to action or kind of gets people excited and gives them a little gist of what it will be. So now that you know the different delivery ways and some of the different styles of, of content that you can create, let's talk about the 42 different ways. All right. You ready? If you, if you are driving, please just listen to this. If you are not driving though, I want you to pull out a pen. All right. Pull out your notepad because this is going to 
create your social content calendar for months at a time. All right. So the first type of content that you can have when you're writing your book, and I always tell people it's critical that you don't just wait till the book's out and then start promoting it. It's important that you talk about the book while you're experiencing the journey and while you're getting closer to the actual launch. So what we're going to start out is what I call milestone content ideas. And writing a, a book is an incredible accomplishment. All right. So let's just, first of all, be really excited that you've made that commitment to yourself, that you're writing a book, you're doing the damn thing and you're making magic happen. But the milestone content ideas are great for sharing on social because they update your audience. They show your progress. It holds you accountable and it celebrates your wins. And what we know when we help people write books is that we need to celebrate all the wins. We need to mark the milestones because that builds the momentum, which keeps us coming back for more and keeps us excited about finishing it. But we also know from a consumer standpoint that if we're talking about what we're doing, people love to follow the journey. People love to see someone doing something in real time so that they can feel that they can do it too, or that they can be inspired by the work that you're already doing. All right. I can't tell you how many times people are like, Jake, I can't wait for your book to come out. Where can I buy it? Or they'll tell me, Jake, you're inspiring me like because you're showing me exactly what to do, I believe that I can actually do this thing. And that's the same for you and your clients in whatever area you are. So you can share these milestone content ideas in a variety of ways, but I kind of like sharing them in the form of stories as well as in reels, kind of more of the short form on a day-to-day basis, announcing the milestones and then potentially even doing some type of recap. So here are, I'm going to look it up right now. I got my notes out. We got 17 different milestones that you can use to make social posts along through your book journey. And then let me just top it off right here. You can make a catalog or a story highlight of the book journey so that people could watch it back if they want to. So the first post that I believe everybody should, should really do is announce a decision to write the book. All right. This could be a feed post picture of you going, yeah, let's go. And then a caption saying, I committed to writing my first book. It could be you talking on your stories. You could do multiple stories. Okay. And you could put a poll at the end of it that says, who's pumped about this. So the first milestone is announced decision to write a book. All right. And if you notice right there, there was already multiple posts, multiple posts that you can make of the same thing. Number two is polls asking the audience if they are potentially interested in your topic. All right. That's a great way to engage your audience. We want to prime our audience to answer simple questions so that when we ask them to convert, they're more likely to say yes or to participate in that engagement. But what also happens is if someone says they're interested in your topic, boom, that's a prospect. Now you can communicate them with them individually. Number three, the milestone of when you put your first words on the page. All right. So when you write chapter one, you can post that and say, we're starting. We did it. First words are live. When you finish the first chapter or you finish a writing session that could trigger a habit to post on social media. So for example, uh, when I was writing my fourth book, every time that I finished a writing session, I would post about it and then I made a reel about it. And what this did was it shared my journey. Now I did a reel for every single day. You don't need to go to that extent, but every time you finish a writing session, you could put it up on Instagram. This many words down. I finished a writing session. The book is coming together. I can't believe the progress I've made already. And you can go ahead and do this as you're writing the book. So while that's one milestone, you could do that 
every day that you're working on it or every other day or every chapter that you finish. So that's another 10 to 12, potentially 15 different posts that you can have. Number five of milestone is to finish your first rough draft. All right. We call this the doggy draft, but to finish your first rough draft, share that. That is a massive, massive accomplishment in the book process. Number six is post about when you send your book to the editor. All right. That's really great. My book's off into the editor. It's coming soon. Number seven is when you are doing your cover selection, share ideas. Number eight is with cover selection. Use polls, your email list, Facebook for feedback on your cover ideas. And then the number nine milestone is share the final decision of the cover. Now, I want to just share a quick insight, a little bonus tip here with your cover selection. When it comes to cover selection for your book, not everybody's opinions should be considered equal. Okay. And let me explain this before you're like, Jake, well, what, what, what do you mean by that? You want to put more weight onto potential clients' opinions about your book than your friend from high school. And the reason for this is because your friend from high school is going to support you regardless of what the cover is going to be. Your people that are potential prospects are actually the ones who are thinking, would I buy this book? And if the cover convinced them to buy the book, then that is a better thing to do. So that is something that I just wanted to share. There's, there's a lot of science that goes behind cover selection, but it is a great way to engage. Just make sure that you're not completely jaded or just taking everything at face value. Okay. Because there's a lot of things that go into a great cover selection. We talk a lot about this in our big idea to bestseller program, but it is a great way to get engagement. It's a great way to include people in the process. You just have to know why you're doing it and how you're going to value the differing opinions. All right. Number 10 is announce your launch date. When you have a launch date, announce it. Number 11 is when you get the first printed copy. For some people, this is the proof copy. Post that, hold that, share it. All right. When you get the the next printed copy, okay, when you actually get the book in your hand, the official live copy, post that. All right. Number 12 is the week leading up to the launch. We're one week away, right? Talk about the week leading up to the launch. 13 is launch day. 14 is launch week. All right. 15, a milestone is thanking everybody that you did it. Thank you for your support. Thank you for following along. All right. Number 16 is highlight any PR that you get. Are you on any podcasts? Did you get any write-ups features? Are people sharing on social? This is tons of social content. This is user generated content and it further enhances your credibility, further enhances your book sales. And then number 17 is screenshots of your launch and your rankings. So one of our clients at the time I'm recording this, he just hit bestseller in three categories, French cooking, Weight Watchers, and diets. He was the number one book on entire Amazon for diets. All right. His book's called Say Goodbye to Pre-Diabetes. He was in the top 700 of all books on Amazon. All right, his launch blew up. And so he kept taking pictures. And I was like, share it, share it, share it. Stories, reels, carousels, constantly share it and let people know and, 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 and tell people how grateful you are for their support. All right, because no matter what, you don't get there all by yourself. All right, so those are just the 17 milestones. We still have 25 more ideas here to post. All right. So if you're liking this and wherever you're watching this, wherever you're listening to this, let me know if there's any content that, that really resonates with you or that you could try. Tag me in it when you actually make that post and I'll reshare because I'm going to be hyped to get your book out there and promote it for you as well. So next up is I want to talk about some poll ideas. 
All right, one of the most effective way to create engagement is to use the polls feature. All right, the questions can be very simple. Your goal here is to just get engagement, not necessarily to have groundbreaking, ultra creative, first of its kind content. All right, we're not trying to recreate the wheel here. We're just trying to do something that's proven to work. So here are a couple of ideas. Uh, content idea number 18. I'm just going to run these off. There's five of them, so I'll do one through five. Uh, number one is what cover do you like best? This is a great poll idea that you can ask. Number two, are you more interested in X or Y? This could be title names, chapter names, subtitle names. Um, again, remember, not everybody's commentary should be weighted the exact same, but it's great to get engagement. I just want to make that very clear. Number three, do you want behind the scenes of writing a book? Everybody wants to see the person write the book. It's also great for you because it'll hold you accountable. Number four, are you excited about insert your topic? and see if people respond well to it. If they do, A, they're potential customers, so you can already start the, the lead generation flow. There's our leads raising their hands to work with you already by saying, yes, they're interested in it, but also it's allowing you to understand what your audience is and what they need. And number five, would you be interested in this resource if I included it in a book? Are you kidding me? You're basically saying, hey, would you want this if I included it in the book? And instead of saying, hey, download my freebie, you're saying, hey, would you want this resource if I included it? Now that gets them excited, they're ready to rock and roll. So if your poll selection has more than two choices, go ahead. You can have up to four. I think that's what it is. But if you want people to just give you like full answers, you might want to use the question feature on Instagram. Now, if you aren't on Instagram, you can still ask these questions on various platforms and engage your community. I've just seen a lot of success with the poll feature on Facebook, even sometimes, or excuse me, on Instagram and even sometimes on Facebook. Now let's talk about how you can actually create content within the chapters. So when you create your chapters and you're writing a chapter, you can have tons of pieces per content per chapter. So let's get into it. The first thing that you could do within a chapter is your best or favorite quote from the chapter. So maybe you start your chapters with a quote, share that quote, like literally just share that quote. If you mention that, okay, maybe you have a really great quote that you mentioned the chapter and you want to share that that could be a great what's called a quote card that could be a great thing to post on social media okay you could do multiple of these remember this these aren't just limited to one you could do these multiple for every single chapter number two is you can create a video telling the story that you used in that chapter so one of the best ways to write books is to share personal stories about your transformation about your experience maybe you'll share a success story Talk about that. Make a video in one minute telling that story and boom, now people hear the story and then when they get the book, they're going to really enjoy it again, right? We want people to see things multiple times. Number three is share a testimonial you use in the chapter. So if you share a testimonial in the chapter, well, post about that testimonial either in a video, post the actual recording of the testimonial from the client or post it as a, as a visual and they could see it. Number four, when it comes to chapter by chapter content is create a video where it's three tips, five secrets, and talk about the content in your chapter. So let's say you're telling people uh, five real estate strategies uh, that they can invest in. And you, in your book, you go over each one of the five. Well, maybe you just tell them the five things and that's the real. Here are the five ways to invest in real estate if you don't want to put money down. Boom. All right. So you can do that. Or let's say you're doing a uh, chapter on 
uh, holistic weight loss and nutrition. Maybe you say three tips to having better nutrition without counting your macros, right? Boom. Now you have something there. Number five that you could do within each chapter is you could design a carousel, okay, a multiple slide graphic for your main talking point or lesson in the chapter. So you just break down a small paragraph, you break down the key talking point, and you just write it on out in multiple slides. And boom, that's a piece of content. So if you have 10 chapters, this is easily, I counted this as five pieces of content, but if you have 10 chapters, you can do this for each chapter, meaning this is easily 50 pieces of content right off the bat. All right, you're starting to see how much content you can create from your book and how it's gonna enforce your message, teach people your message, get people excited. Maybe someone only sees one of the posts. Maybe they only see the story or maybe they only see the testimonial or maybe they only see the three tips to real. Well, guess what? Now they're gonna be hooked. They're gonna go buy the book. They're gonna read the whole book. They're gonna download your resource and they're gonna say, hey, you're amazing. I want to work with you, all right? Next up is the process content, all right? So this is where you're updating people along the way. It's a little bit different than the milestone content, but it's really sharing how you're doing. And so the five different ways that you could do this are weekly progress. Provide an update on what you did, good and bad. This is what I call the relatability side of things, okay? Monthly progress. Where are you at after month one? Where are you at after month two? Do a recap. Talk about it, all right? People want to see the struggle. They want to see the reality. They want to see the behind the scenes. They don't want to just say, oh, this is amazing every single second, right? They want to see how are you actually doing it? The next one that you could do is how much left do you have in the process? Keep them updated. Number nine is of, of this, or number four, excuse me, is what's coming in the process. What do you have to do next? Tell people, hold you accountable again. And then the last one of the process content is crossing off the book to-do list in, along the process. So every time you check something off, share that. Every time you finish a, a section, check it off. So for example, in, in our program, we have what's called the let's get started phase. And these are the five must do's you must do before writing your book. And so once you finish each one, check them off, check them off, check them off. And then you share that saying, let's go. I just finished this more to come, but we're making great progress. All right. Now we're getting ready for the launch content. We got 10 more. So we're at 32 right now. Let's bang out these final 10. I'm gonna go through this pretty quick. You could post about number one for the launch content is when the book is set to launch. Talk about the book launch, talk about the date, talk about when it's coming. Number two is when you hold the book for the very first time. Number three is when you get a bunch of copies in the mail. I just told one of our clients, you got hundred copies in the mail. I said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to go lay in your bed. I want you to dump all the books on your bed. And then I want your wife to stand above you and take a picture of you swimming in your books. All right, have some fun with it. This is the first time you've hold, held your book. So we want to make it fun and enjoy it. Um, number four is post about when the book's on Amazon, right? That may be obvious. It may be simple, but once the book is out there, talk about it. Number six, share early reviews. All right. If you build it the right way and you have a launch team and people are signing up to give you reviews, screenshot them or retype them and post them on your social media as they come so that people can see that other people are really enjoying your book. Number seven is screenshots of the rankings. Number eight is pics of people with the book. So if you have a launch party or if people are just getting your book, ask people to send you pictures of you with the book, of them with the book, all right? Number nine 
is reshares of podcasts that you're featured in. If you get on a podcast, normally that host will post about you, reshare that, or get the raw footage, cut it up yourself, make a bunch of clips, and boom, post it out there. And number 10 is reshares from people posting about your book. If someone posts about your book, share that and make a comment on that. Thank them, get people excited, right? So these are 42 ways. And I know that, I know that I kind of did 17, five, five, you know, I did a bunch of different things here and, and how I did this. But what I really want you to understand is this, okay? Your book is now the vehicle to all of your content, all right? Instead of having to figure out what to post each day, you already spent the time to write the book that has all of the content ideas. Now you just plug and play. And once you get comfortable with this, you can get to a point where you can just pull up your book, go to any single page and start creating content in real time. All right. So that's what I got for you today. And I hope that this inspires you to show you not only you have so much to offer the world in terms of social, but also how do you value your time, right? You could do the work once and have a book, or you can consistently spend hours and hours a week, every single week forever, trying to figure out what content piece to post. I don't know about you, but it's a no brainer to me. I'd rather have the book and content than trying to stress out about my content. So if you enjoyed this episode, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know, post about your book, post about the thought of you creating a book, um, because I'd love to see you take that first step or that next step. But with that said, that is the episode for today. Let's go and I'll see you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Big Idea to Bestseller podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, if you're ready to get started writing your dream book to grow your business, go ahead and shoot me a DM on Instagram at Jake Kelfer and we'll set up a time to chat. And if you really like what you heard today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you took 30 seconds to subscribe, leave a review and share this with your friends. Together, we are changing the game one book at a time. I'll see you on the next one. Let's go!